Beer Hold Slingers. On. Beer Slingers yeah. Part Two. Part Two, Episode Two. Uh, it's just Manny and I today. Uh, the other boys took a break today. We had marital relationship responsibilities. Yeah. It's all good. We've all been there. Yeah. I mean, when you've been in a long-term relationship, it's like kind of... They're they're fairly new to their relationship. Right? Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 I'm saying like John John is... Uh, actually, I'm not going to even say that. But anyways. Um, yeah, so it's Manny and I today. The man behind the, the mic. Voice. The voice. He's here. He's with me today. No video this week either because... I don't think that we're ready for that. I think that we'll we'll slowly move into that and stuff like that. Yeah, we're camera shy. Yeah, I'm also very camera shy, so I think my voice will do the work for me. I think we have good voices, actually. Yeah, I, I mean, my voice kind of sucks, but whatever. I sound like a fucking, like I haven't hit puberty. Huh. I don't know. Like, it, it's kind of like in the middle, where it's like, are you? Are you not? That's because we're like bilingual, man. It's like, uh, like, that is. You think I mean, so? There's, I, I think so, yeah. Honest truth, I think so. Okay. You know, like you're bilingual and or trilingual, et cetera, and sure. our tongue gets kind of like tongue twisted and sure. sounds. So I, I think it has to do with that. I could be wrong. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a full-blown linguist, even sure, though I sure. like it. Yeah. Um, beer-related question, though, mm-hmm. which also has to do with beer. What's with this generation's obsession with dogs, man? They're always like taking them everywhere. Like, you know, Dude, dogs are amazing. I mean, dogs are awesome. I'm Okay, so okay. hold on. Silver lining here. Let me extend a lot of them, Brad. Here, sounds sound like Bill Burr here. Sure, sure, sure. So yeah, I love dogs. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. my first dog was amazing. But I'm saying like, like I don't know. There's just like there's an obsession with dogs. It's just like that I find that dogs and and um and breweries kind of like intertwine with each other. I mean, so I prefer dogs than kids in a brewery or a like pub, whatever. Like I would a hundred. Oh yeah, some ASMR. Fuck yeah. Middlebrow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. So we're drinking Middlebrow. Middlebrow Brewing or Bruco. They're out of Chicago and they are highly underrated. And they're also dog friendly. They are dog friendly. But this beer, we're drinking Bungalow. It's American lager. It's uh, crispy, fucking refreshing, and like it's clean. Clean, dude. Like this is this is something I would. Per- it's like so, dude. So me and Sybil, um, we we went on a bike ride. I think it was, dude. Can you believe she? We, I think it was like twenty-four miles. We were at twenty-three miles. She didn't want to finish that last mile for it to be even. Oh. Anyways, yeah, I don't piss me off. Anyway, so we went on a bike ride and we finished. All I wanted was a fucking lager. That's all I wanted. I didn't want water. I didn't want lemonade. I wasn't hungry. I wanted a fucking beer. I wanted a clean, crisp lager. That's all I really wanted. You know who you remind me of right now? What? And you'll you'll appreciate this, mm. Giuseppe. Oh, Joe. Joe, because that—that that yeah. was one of the things he said. You know, as a as a cat who grew up in the in the in the Midwest, uh, he's a Minnesota kid, mm-hmm. but he grew up in Colorado. And you know, give you a background. We work with Joe, awesome guy. Shout out to him. Shout out, Joe. Wish him the best. He's uh, doing some forestry program in Carbondale, and his wife and t- him have gone into an adventure, mm-hmm. bird watcher. However, a lover of loggers. Yeah. And he was the kind of guy who said that. He said, like, man, after a long bike ride or a long hike. All I want is a fucking logger. Yeah. And he, he's the one that, like, so, I mean, obviously I've heard of Firestone Pivo, Pivo Pills and stuff like that. And I've heard of, like. Uh, Pivo Pills is, uh, that's not, that's, I'm pretty sure that's not Firestone. I'm it's pretty Firestone. Sure, is it? I'm pretty sure Pivo Pills is, um, Victory. Victory? No, hey. dude. No, I mean, no. Pivo Pills, the original Pivo. I, could, I think you're, actually, I think you're right, but. 
Victory he, has so Victory has the original like Czech pills. Hmm. Um, nope, Evo pills is Firestone. Okay, it's a hoppy pilsner. Well, Victory Victory is important to brush up on that due to the Irish community that was all up mm-hmm. in that area. Victory Brewing Company. They made a pills. What pills did they make? Well, what I was trying to say is that, like, so he, even though I've heard of it in whatever, when I got here. Prima Pills. Prima Pills. Prima Pills. Yeah. Okay. Which I think both of them deserve the respect. Sure, sure. When uh, He was the one that was like, dude, try this Pilsner. It's called Pivo Pills. It's from Firestone. And I had, I have, like, when I was with Mikey before, like, uh, and we're throwing these names out like you guys know what they were talking about. But just know that they're. Their names that we know. <laughs> Anyways, it's, it's names that are associated with a yeah, place so, we yeah. once belonged. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, like, I I've had the Sukaba, Sticky Monkey, um, all those like barrel aged. I love Sticky Monkey, man. Yeah, uh, Velvet Merkin, Merkin, Merlin, whatever it is. Yep. Um, yeah. So those I had I had had, I had drank those before, and uh, you know maybe some other Firestones, but like. Pivo Pills wasn't one that I was, like, really drinking. So when he showed me that, I was like, yeah, dude, this is fucking good. It's really good. But anyways, um, what were we saying? Oh, yeah, so the bike ride. So after the bike ride, um, we, like, we biked back to Pilsen, and we went to um, Alulu. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, we had that. What They had a they have a lager. They have a Mexican lager, which I think they make very well, and mm-hmm. I also think that. No, but it was another one. The it was Italian the, pills? No, one more. Or it could have been something else. It was like the weird, not weird, but it was like, um, I, forgot what it, I forgot what it was called. Um, it wasn't Yuzu. What, oh, you talk about that rice lager? They made? Yeah, the rice lager. Oh, That's exactly what it was. They made it with green tea, man, and Yuzu. So the first batch they made, mm-hmm. you know, and no criticism to the other batches. Sure, sure. The first one was superior. The other sure. ones were inferior. Okay. You know, I don't know which one I had. But no, I you had the first batch. Sure, sure. I remember this conversation. Sure, sure. And it was like, dude, that's really what I wanted. This then I wanted refreshing. food. Then I wanted food. But but then like I just wanted a fucking cold, crispy lager. That's all I wanted. And that's all I actually nowadays that's all I want. Like I, I could care less about IPAs, double IPAs, triple IPAs, weeded, blondes. Like I can care less of them. If I can have a lager, if I can have a pilsner. If I can have um, something just like light and that I can fucking crush, and like like a good ABV, four to five six, like that's all I want. I got a trademark statement. Okay. There's always a time and place for every style of beer, mm-hmm. but there's always a time and place for a fucking lager. Bars, dude. Period, man. Bars. And and you know that that takes time. You know, like yeah. you grew up. You're tasting all these cool stuff. You're tasting, you know, you, yeah, dude. I, like I remember t- drinking Smirnoff, right? Like Smirnoff. Sure. It's yeah. just like, oh straight. We were smashing this. We we're like 15 years old. Sure, sure. Obviously, we should not be doing that at 15 I'm years old. Switch stairs because I hate this one. Go ahead. But it's like you know, you know, you get older and you start like you start drinking things for the appreciation of its art. And like, man, there's something there's something infinitely to be said about lagers. And I gotta low key admit, they are the superior beer to all of them. They are the king of beers. I would agree with that. I would um, really I, agree with that. I think every all the all the other bees are are the princes and princes of it, mm-hmm. but I think lagers truly are the kings of beers. Do you think everybody else would agree, John, Jonathan, and 
um, Henry? I think John would definitely like add and chime into this, and I don't want to speak in behalf of him. I don't know if he agree or disagree, but I think he would be in the on the affirm, on the affirmative side. Sure. Um, and I know that there's a lot of people out there who think otherwise, and that's fine, you know. But if we look at the history of beers, and you know, I remember listening to this wonderful podcast that came out of PBS actually, sure, where it was like uh, the culture of pubs. You know, like what's the difference between a pub and a bar? Um, you know, pubs used to be resting places. Sure. Yeah. Um, and traditionally speaking, you know, some of those beers that were made back then, I think like farmhouse saisons are like, they're, they're a reason why they're, they're farmhouse, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they were made with the leftover ingredients. Sure. But I think that there's those specific styles, which we'll eventually have today, because we also brought, uh, right now, we have three beers lined up, right? Middle Brow, first and foremost, mm-hmm. Bungalow, shout sure. out to them. Then we have a farmhouse with oyster mushrooms and sea salt from Jester King, which are amazing. OGs Sounds fucking from weird, Texas. but I'm excited to try it. And then we'll finish it off with a Barrel H uh, Half Acre Cherry Benthic Brandy Beer. Yummy. So, like, you know, those are good transitions. And sure. like I said, you know, like I think the farmhouse is closer to the idea of a lager sure. than an IPA. You know, mm-hmm. obviously they're an ale for a reason. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I mean that's that's really all I want, man. Like I just like I could like actually stouts I've stouts have grown on me too because you know I fucking stouts were like something that I didn't really, you know, want to drink, but then it became something where it's like I could have one or two, and it's like I, it's they're not like it's just some of them have so many adjuncts, which is another question something I wanted to bring up too um, later on, but some of them just have so many adjuncts, bro. Mut- marshmallow. Fucking green tea, uh, mint. Who, who is <laughs> green tea? Uh, there's a, there was there was actually no sure, sure. Sad. There was one with green tea and mint, Ugh. which is like, I get it, man. Got pushed boundaries. Sure, but sometimes the kiss method has still worked for a long time. You know, mm-hmm. keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, <laughs> um, but like there's just so much. There's like, I mean, to be honest, I fucking love a good chocolate fucking um. A good chocolate stout, a good white chocolate stout. I I would. That's a good one. But like, you know, yeah. cherries is like kind of like what the fuck? Like you want a cher? You want cherries in your fucking stout? I kind of do actually. Uh, because here's here's here you I right, you have to think about this. Do you remember those little chocolate covered cherries that these generic ones used to sell? Wobblies? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, there, there, there's a special place to that. But then you know, you get older, mm-hmm. you get more mature, mm-hmm. you got a little bit more money in your pocket. Sure. All of a sudden, you have a dark chocolate organic cherry maraschino covered with a little drizzle of brandy like you know it's not sort of fancy bro but it's kind of cool i guess i'm not there yet because that doesn't <laughs> sound appealing to me at all man <laughs> is there something like you're at a french restaurant you're about to order off the la carte yeah yeah no nah, that that does not sound appealing to me at all and it's and it's not because it doesn't like it's just it's not something that i would be like dude that sounds fucking great but like like you know what I mean? It's just, just like I would prefer to have just like a simple fucking stout, like Alesmith coffee stout. And no, I hate and I don't I mean, like coffee. If we're in that same note, you know, like yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give due credit to Alesmith, but honest truth, man, like I think uh, North Ras- uh North Coast rap. Old oh yes, 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 yes. That's like, first of all, like they've hit, they've hit, they hit a bunch of check marks, man. Like you know, yeah. they're, well that's a Russian like, too. They're certified organic, sure. certified sustainable. Mm-hmm. They have literally that old school. Like what a Russian imperial stout is, you know, sure. like a beer that made it to Russia, 
Uh, the Tsar Catherine, mm-hmm. which is known as Crazy Catherine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, she's, she's like, I'm going to call Russian Imperial Stock because yeah, I'm yeah. Russian. It's a badass thing. Yeah. And but it's, it's that's yeah. the kind of beer that it stands yeah. for, man. It's 8%. It's four pack for under 10 bucks, 11 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't really beat that. No, no, no. And uh, I'll, I'll Expedition Stout. It's a little more pricey, but that's king, I think. Unfortunately, man, after Larry Bill retired. Things are gonna change. You don't think so, man? You think? I mean, sorry. You think that they're gonna change? You think they're gonna? It's gonna be like a whole different beer. You think it's gonna taste different? I do think so. And I, and here's the thing. You know why? There's this. There's this. There's this part where I have to admit that, for example, bringing back Giuseppe into the picture. Sure. When we try their anniversary, the 30th, 30th or 35th anniversary expedition style four packs, mm-hmm. so unfair, man. Why? Because it was a four pack. A beer was clocking in like 11 percent abv mm-hmm. and it was significantly so much better than the traditional six packet expert style sure. it's the same beer technically mm-hmm. but it's like a special batch and it's like damn bro so you're telling me you can make this beer year round but you're only gonna give it to me in your anniversary heartbroken i never bro. had that one it was heartbroken good. it was good oh man i think i had like no lie Probably like nine of them, because <laughs> <laughs> Giuseppe bought me like two four packs. Sure, I kept sure. giving it away as gifts, etc. But it was just, it was just awesome. Like sure, it was sure. just, and and going back to that thing you say, you know, that boomerang. Like, uh, it, it wasn't an adjunct. It was just a traditional expedition imperial stout that was just mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Okay. I think going back to your, let's go back to your question before. Yeah. Dogs. Ah. It and the thing is okay. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll bounce back to the stout because I do want to talk about stouts and I do want to talk about, you know, something in that vicinity or whatever. Um, dogs are fucking awesome. Dude, if I, it, even cats, like having like a bar with cats, I think that's great. I would prefer it than kids, bro. Kids are fucking messy. Kids are fucking annoying. Like, like, j- like, dude, okay. Cats are rough in a brewery. You think I mean, so? It, oh yeah, because see, there's just the thing is they're like, in tea shops though. They're correct. Yeah, and there there's also cat cafes. Sure. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm not opposed to the idea. I mean, I love cats. I think that they're they're very intelligent creatures in the sense that they adapt and mm-hmm. they're able. They're, they're they're very good at reading sure. space and emotion. And mm-hmm. I know that that's giving them a lot of credit. But the truth is, they're very much are. There's studies where a cat can like look at a. At their at their owner or their or their mates, right? Flatmate mm-hmm. for whatever you want to call it, and they're very good at reading like their expressions, and they're very perceptive of like when they can approach them, when they cannot. Mm-hmm. Dogs are not like that. Dogs are very good at like approaching them and changing the atmosphere. I'm not saying they don't; they're not receptive of their 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 habitats, feelings or thoughts, right? Yeah. But I'm saying they're more willing to be like, "Hey, I'll make you happy." Cats <laughs> kind of like, "I'll be back when you're ready." Sure, sure. Yeah, no. My um fucking my dog Pepper, she's annoying as fuck. I love her, but she's all up on me, dude. And it's like, yeah, I mean it gets annoying sometimes. But you know, cats like okay, like I wasn't a big cat person. My mom isn't a big cat person, my dad isn't a big cat person. And I I grew up like that, like I thought cats were just fucking gross. Um and they were part of brujeria. You know? <laughs> so that, like growing up like witchcraft kind of like oh. that's that's the mexican I, I think that's how mexicans think right the cats are brujeria kind of uh, i mean i don't know like you you know and I, you and i come from different backgrounds sure different sure spaces but no man like in uh, my household this where i grew up there was a 
there's there was always cats on the ceiling on sure. I'm sorry, not on the ceiling, on the rooftops. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where it was like a curious phenomenon. They're there and they were valuable. Sure. So I never saw them like that. And I, I never grew up with that background. I never thought of it like that, to be honest with mm, you. Yeah. Like my mom, my mom, I think it was my mom or my grandma who used to say that, that they don't have cats because if they sleep on your chest, that they steal your soul. And it's like a Mexican thing. It's a very like, uh, I don't believe that anymore. Like, I don't believe that. I think like, like from a language perspective, sure. a cat's willing to steal everything from you. There, there, there's, <laughs> there's, there, no, there's a beautiful saying where like, uh, when you come home and a dog approaches you, die thinks you are God. When you go to a cat, they know they are God. Mm-hmm. And 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 from a figurative standpoint, I guess what it what it's entailing is like cats will demand from you and take from you space. Like earlier, I said like I'll come back when you're ready. Sure. I mean, like when I say that, it's like it's loose leaf. You know, not, that's not true. Yeah, I'll come back when they're ready, but they'll also make you ready. Sure, sure. That, and cats are just kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can see that. But, like, yeah, like, cats weren't my thing. But Sybil has a cat, and I fucking love that cat. As much as I tell her that he's ugly as fuck, and, like, he, he's annoying, and he's fat. Do you tell the cat this? No, no, never. Or you tell Sybil? I tell Sybil. No, cause it's because I'm, I'm interested. Because here's the thing. Cats are really good at knowing. Sure, sure. It's almost like they're, like, whispers, man. Like yeah. They'll be like, this guy low-key says these things. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna fucking make him fall in love with me. Never, dude. I I never tell that little cat anything bad because I that cat is I I love that cat. I think it's a I think he's a great cat. He's like so chill. But I always do tell her that he's fat and ugly and he probably like is him. fat though. <laughs> I think he's a uh, he might be a little little skinny, but um he's a he's a he, and I knew him since he was a little kid. A kitten, I, kitten. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't like play with him as much when he was growing up. But you know, um, you know, he was just a you know, weird cat, but I, I do like him, and, like, he's one, like, he's the probably the only cat I know, personally. I don't know any other cats. I, so, I got a cool story for you. Mm-hmm. Um, my family's from Zacatecas, they're from a farm, so imagine here in Chicago, for all you listeners, sure. right, you're in Chicago, we're in uh, Lake Reno, Lakeview, so theoretically, we're on Ashland, and, what is this, Lincoln, bro? Uh, no address. Uh, I mean, we're somewhere around there. We're in probably in the Twin Towers, you know. But anyways, yeah. so imagine you're in Lincoln Park and you're traveling to Midway. Actually, that's exaggerative. Lincoln Park to Pilsen. 100%. <laughs> okay, yes, right? yes. That's like four miles, right? Sure, sure. Give or take. So my aunt, she did, she, as I said, I grew up in a farm where the cats were all over the place. Yep. So she 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 had too many cats. This this she had two cats that got pregnant, and um, their litter was like ridiculous, man. Sure. Like, like each one of them had like nine to eight cats. You know, you're having sixteen, eighteen cats, right? It's a lot. So, anyways, they take them far down from one from Pastoria Zacatecas to sure. like closer to Jalisco. Mm-hmm. They drop them off. It's gonna sound sad because probably half of the cats didn't make it. The other half probably just stayed there and made homes. Sure. But six cats made it back all the way fucking home. Damn. And that's a five, six-mile stretch, man. And they did that. Why? No clue. Mm-hmm. Just the resilience of creatures, you know. But going back to the whole concept of, like, beer and dogs, you know, I think that it speaks to our primate instincts, man. Like, you know, when uh, the wolves were close to us. Sure. There was the fire, and we would leave the leftover meats and mm-hmm. the bones, and we were drinking maybe not necessarily lagers quite yet, but probably yes. Mead? 
we're drinking meat. No, we were drinking some kind of ale for sure. Because sure. we, you know, you do Fermented need science. You did, you did need science specifically. And we owe mm-hmm. it to, to Germany with the purity, Bavarian purity law. Sure. To really set that standard of what a lager should be. Or sure. But there was a moment in time where, like, there is an inter- interconnection, intersection between, like, beer and dogs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, damn. They're like kids, man. Yeah, they, I mean, some some of them aren't. Like, okay, so, like, say we have a bar. Your dog is being too rowdy. I'm telling the owner, your dog has had, has to calm down or he's a moose. He's got to get out of here because they could spill something. You know, same thing with fucking kids. I'm going to go back to that. Kids fucking suck at a bar, dude. Like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to be sitting and a fucking kid runs and hits my leg. Like, it's not. Like, <laughs> dude, like, I'm going to fucking punt this fucking kid. You know, because like, okay, I'm going to say something and it might be a little, <laughs> a little controversial. Like when I was growing up, my mom took me anywhere. My dad took me anywhere. I would never do that shit. Ah, oh, well, you know, that's a different conversation. Yeah, yeah. One does I not know, I belong know. in the beer podcast. I know. Uh, we, we might get a lot of dislikes. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, <laughs> but anyways, I'm, I'm just trying to say. Is long story short, we didn't do that shit. No, but like, you know, like I would a hundred thousand percent, uh, would want dogs. I think. mean, for the most part, man. At least in my experience, yeah. Probably your experience outside, maybe. If uh, if you want to keep it like just kind of like, but it, you know, in your personal experience, like I've been working in this industry for some amount of time with that dogs in, and you know, I there's only one dog that ever kind of like almost ruined it for all dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to to yep. this to this dog's credit, um. He got a little excited and a little scared at the same time. Mm-hmm. So he's excited because he knew me. And so he kind of jumped. Sure. And then he dropped a whole bunch of bottles, which landed backwards, which mm-hmm. was great. They didn't land on the floor. And then sure. he got spooked, so he jumped again. A bunch of bottles fell backwards again. And we're like, Whoo. And I told the owner, like, he, he almost ruined it for all dogs. <laughs> I swear to God, because... If if he would have broken next amount of bottles, we we probably wouldn't have let dogs in anymore. Sure. And but other than that, I've experienced that one in seven years. Sure. You know, uh, best story, and I never told you. Do you remember Rizzo, the dog, the golden retriever when we used to work on Taylor Street? It's a beautiful golden retriever. He used to come in with this guy, his wife, uh, his partner wife was from Spain. They'd always buy the same three things: taquitos. He would always buy a flat of Budweiser. And they buy like club sodas and stuff like that. Oh, that beautiful lady? Huh? The beautiful lady? Pretty sure she was beautiful. She had a nice, beautiful smile. Yeah, yeah, but I uh, think. But I he was a good dude. He was sure, a sure. Craig. His name was Craig. Mm. Oh, fuck. Also a memory. But Rizzo, dude, the golden retriever. Mm-hmm. Rizzo. So this is this is past your time. So Rizzo one day escaped his home. Oh, you did tell me. Yeah, man. And he came all the way to the store, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, he didn't live a mile away. He lived, like, two blocks, right? Sure, sure, sure. But he came straight to the store, and Craig was looking for him, and eventually he realized, like, you know what? I think he's with Manny. And it was right there with me. It was awesome. Like, I saw this dog outside. just like, big old guppy smile. Because, you know, one thing about Golden Retrievers, man, is, like, obviously, they made Air Bud after them. Mm-hmm. They're very, very smart dogs. Sure. And they're very beautiful. And friendly and, 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 and they they can protect you, man. Sure, sure. Yeah. So he came, I, guess, I guess he just wanted to see me drink a beer at the job. <laughs> just wanted to chill with you. Pretty much. This guy's fucking chill. Let me go. Yeah. Uh, let me go oh, you know what I was having? I fuck time? with him. It was maybe. winter. I was having a, at that time, you know, it was Bell's Black No Style. Sure. Which is also like a fossil memory. Creme de la creme. 
Well, that's a cream that looks. Spears are gone. They're not coming back, man. They are. Twenty twenty two. I don't know, man. I'm I think it's only a Michigan release. To be honest I'm with you, probably. Dude, and then I missed out on it. I never emailed my guy back. We gotta take a road trip up there and get to some I'm black nose stuff. I'm down. I'm down. Um, but yeah, uh, dogs over kids any day. Um, back to the stouts. Um, I was gonna say, if you okay, if you had a base, just a base stout, which was just a stout. What would you add to it? That's a good question, man. Would you add any adjuncts? Or, because, okay, I'll say this. I don't like adjuncts. I won't add any adjuncts. But Rick brought up a great thing today. Rick said, I would want it to be salty and savory. And then end with a nice, like, I, I forgot what he said, but I, I'm assuming it's a nice, like, creamy kind of thing. So he said pretzels. Okay. So, here's the thing. I do like adjuncts. Sure. Um, first and foremost, I respect mm-hmm. the, the traditional styles, right? The, the thing about adjuncts, it's like, it's kind of like we're, we're at this we're just event where it's a carousel and a festival. Like, we've had them all. Oh, the risk of sounding ridiculous, we've, we've had them all, even though we haven't, right? Mm-hmm. So, the cool thing about adjuncts is to keep, keep us on our toes. So for me, if I were to add something, and I'm about to throw you some crazy left curveballs, um, I'm gonna run that through some Hawaiian coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna rest them on some buka. Mm. Yeah, because see, here's here's the thing, like like so, like licorice. Yeah, hell yeah, because I love some buka, and mm-hmm. like like some like so some buka complements some of these base styles in the sense that. Ooh. Like it has like anise, licorice. Sure, sure. So like, and, and when I say sambuca, this is again, general statement, right? But sure, I'm sure, talking sure. about a liqueur of, of that cater- character and history. Like anise. Uh, you know. Of that character, you sure, know, sure, sure, with sure. that history. Mm-hmm. And so now you have this, this experience where like there's some coffee beans, like, you know, you have some sambuca. And then there's one thing, there's one simple thing I'd throw in there. So limoncello is interesting. But hold on, let me finish. Uh, okay. is interesting okay. as far okay. as historical stuff. Sure, sure. But the one thing I throw on this is arenchana peels. A little bit of citrus. Mm. So, like, I'm not a brewmaster. I don't know anything about this. But I want, oh, that, that's what I want. And I'm going to tell you why. Because mm-hmm. I don't think you've ever had it. But have you ever had a pour of sambuca, three coffee beans, turn it on fire, with a little bit of anciana, orange, on peel? It's pretty freaking awesome. No, I haven't. I've had sambuca. I don't like coffee. I don't drink coffee. Well, it doesn't have coffee. It's just three three coffee beans, which basically represents like uh, uh, prosperity, happiness, and wealth. Oh, I just said the same thing in three ways. Yeah. Can't recall what three things it means. But it has three coffee beans that entail something prosperous in some way, shape, or form. And so I have had the pleasure of having it with Arianciana orange beer. And it's it's freaking delicious. Sure. So I can definitely see that in a style, to be honest. Okay. With you. Okay. I, I honestly, dude, I want a chocolate pretzel stout, salted pretzel stout. I think we've. I mean, they've, they've been made. I know, but I'm saying, like, if we ever made one, that's what I want. But I would want to do it right. Like, I would really, I would really, and uh, to be honest, I don't think I've ever had a pretzel stout, so I won't say that I've had one, or and then it's not good or anything. Oh, I, let me, I, so not to cut you off, but to mm-hmm. add to that base style sure. beer you just told me, just a little bit of French Grease Salt. That's it. I'm done. French what? Grease Salt. Oh, Grease Salt. 
Because I agree with you. I like a little bit of that saltiness in those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so like a chocolate covered, like super simple stout. Like I don't need anything. Like, dude, I there's some fucking stouts that are just fucking crazy. Dried fruit, double chocolate, white chocolate, all this stuff, and it's like I don't, I don't really need that. Um, that like crazy, crazy beer, you know. But like. I just need something that's fucking simple, that's just fucking, that's like really good. Hold on, I gotta sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, what's the simplest style you've had that fulfills that commitment? Dude, fucking um, Untitled Art made that white macadamia. That thing was amazing. Fucking good, dude. And amazing. that's so simple. That's the best beer they've made in my opinion. Nothing else, like, nothing else in that beer, When dude. it comes to that stout series, so sure. th- there's two of them, and, and this is this was a generation prior to the macadamia stout. Sure. And uh, my excitement, I'm cutting you off because you didn't get to try the peanut butter one. Mm-hmm. The peanut butter one was awesome. Okay. Wait, 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 no. I'm thinking about the wrong one. Well, I'm d- they, made a, they made a white macadamia chocolate stout four-pack. Is that... No, they made a barrel age. No, I'm I'm thinking. Of, no, I'm not thinking. I'm thinking about a. They made a white chocolate cookie. It was white macadamia mm-hmm. chocolate chip cookie stout. I gotta look it up now because we're now talking about stouts. We're about to open a stout. Yeah, what is this? Oh, it's uh, benthic cherry benthic. We're talking about cherry shouldn't be in beer, but maybe we'll change his mind. Uh, uh, it's not that I don't like it. Yeah, it's just macadamia white chocolate. So you're talking about the four pack, not the barrel age. No, right? no, no. I'm talking about the bottle. Nah, man, the bottle sucked. I'm no sorry, way, like, dude. Okay, no, you never had the four pack. The four pack was no way. Infinitely better. The you're four, fucking crazy the, right the, now. The four pack was amazing, man. You know why? Because it didn't it didn't need the barrel aged out at all. Nah, this one. Yeah, no, that. Nah, no. you're fucking crazy, so, right, so dude. So I'll say the following. That was like a B minus. That's like a B minus. Mm. The four pack was an A plus, baby. Bro, I think anything that's barrel aged is fucking great. Okay, okay, that's a fucking lie. No, never mind. Never mind. Forget I said that. Don't don't take that into anything. I think if the right beer is barrel aged, it's fucking great. Because 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 hold on. Expedition stout. Barrel aged. Better or worse than the regular expedition? I'm talking about the 30th, 35th anniversary they made was better than the barrel aged and better than the regular. Mm, well, okay, we're, okay. I really mean it. Barrel aged expedition better than the regular. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, what's another barrel aged one? Um, I am blanking right now. Okay. Um, no, no, because that's coffee. I was gonna say even more Jesus, but they make the barrel. Uh, Evil twin. Yeah. They make the is is the there's a barrel aged version the uno mas Jesus yeah there's a barrel aged version that I, one's I, better I uh, I disagree I like the regular one more than the actual barrel aged one okay. okay but Twitch is on yeah 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 no no you're right but I I'm saying that you are a thousand times incorrect that All this right, hold on. that Let this one is I will one. open one right now because I have one Ronnie I have a question for sure you. sure did you actually try the four pack. Yeah, dude, Untitled Art was one of the first ones where I was like, I want to try the... Wait, I don't think it was a four-pack, though. It happened at the peak... No, so at the peak of COVID. Sure. Which was at the, at the daunting time of January. Actually, I take it back. 
It wasn't COVID yet. There was COVID in Italy and Europe and all the world, and all of us were looking at it mm-hmm. from a distance, right? Yeah. This was the peak of January. This is exactly three years ago. And I used to work with someone, and we had a white chocolate macadamia stout. Look sure. it up on Title Art four pack. It came in a four pack, twelve I don't ounce think so. cans. I think you're thinking about the wrong no, one. No, bro. I promise you, it's the same exact beer, except they brought it in and barrel aged it and put it in a large bottle format. Yeah, yeah, that's and the one I'm talking about. Yeah, and I'm and when I say I'm giving it a B minus, that's not true. It was delicious. It was like a B plus. It was not as good as the regular one. You're talking about this one. Correct. Okay. That thing was okay. impressive. I haven't had this. Impressive. One. Yeah. And I don't mean. And so here's the reason why I'm saying it's impressive because it it was it was just it was just stout that tasted like a white macadamia chocolate cookie. Yeah. Okay. And the barrel aged, I feel like it took away from that. Yeah. It it, it gave it character and depthness and all kinds of things. But no, I promise you, man, that thing was amazing. Okay. All right. Okay. It's one of the best thoughts I've okay. had by far. Sure. Top 10. Then I haven't had that one. That one is different. I was thinking of something else. Both awesome. Sucks. So I was excited to taste the one you tasted because I was like, my expectations were too high. It was also like 40 bucks. So Yeah. My ex- mm-hmm. So there's that too. My expectations mm-hmm. were so very high. Sure. And then I tasted it and I was like, yeah, it's good. Damn, dude, the four pack was better. Okay. Prior to that, they made a peanut butter. Peanut butter one. Yeah. Yeah. Peanut butter cup. Yeah. Four pack. Mm-hmm. Also cool. If, if if someone can make a peanut butter jelly stout, that's fucking amazing. That's what I, I hope that. that they had made. But I mean, absence of light is okay. Absence of light. Absence of light by four hands brewery. They made oh. a peanut butter jelly. They did. They made a bit of a jelly. No, they just that that just the peanut butter no, stout. They, they, there was a time when no, they no, made no. A peanut butter jelly. I know, but I'm just saying that the peanut butter stout, it's fucking good. I agree. It's good. It's not like the best one in the world, but it is good. It's solid. Um, and I would drink that. Um, one or two. You know, I don't drink like a four pack of stouts. But um, but going back to the what I would add, I would just want something simple, which is chocolate, um, salted pretzel, or sea salt pretzel, or even just like, what's the other um, type of salt there is? Sea salt. Yeah, I think it's sea salt. Oh, no, 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 sea salt, sea salt. Yeah, I think that would be, like, the best one. Uh, I mean, there's other stuff, obviously, that people would want, but, yeah. There's the fucking, I forget what it's called. I don't know. But um, that peanut butter jelly stout, just, like, a good peanut butter jelly stout. I haven't seen one made, I mean, like I said, Four Hands made one, but I haven't seen one been tackled upon. At a level that I think we're we're hoping, as far as like you know, we're talking sure. about entitled art, like mm-hmm. the macadamia, the peanut butter mm-hmm. cup. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of I would love to see one like that, man. Sure, I mean the modern times pistachio, chocolate, whatever it was that we had, that one was good too. Modern like times three makes good stuff. Man. Three simple ingredients, amazing. And surprisingly mm-hmm. enough, each one of them was highlighted. Yes, you got the pistachio. You got something else. Whatever, whatever's in that beer, you got all of it. I mean, we were kind of drunk when we were drinking it, but... Ah, no, I wasn't there. I got drunk with the beer. Because I was patiently waiting. Okay. It was good, though. I'm not going to say it's not good. Shout out to the place that's hosted us and we got to drink it while playing pool. Yeah. We'll say the name. I think we've said it before, but yeah, let's not (laughs) say it anymore because they're going to get mad. But, um, yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. But can I have some of that, please? Oh, dude, of course, man. Thank you. Gotta finish your lager, though, first. Oh, man. I'll swallow this shit right now. Refreshing. Mm. Let me give you a little cleansing pour. 
poquito. Thank you. Jesus. So, all right. Honest review about the beer, you know, as best as we can review it because there's people out there who have done a better job than us on tap, beer sure. advocate. The beer heads at Half Acre and everybody who actually gets to win this in a lottery because it's kind of weird, man. Like, there's a lottery pick where mm -hmm. there's, like, a waiting line, like a concert, and it's just like, oh, all of a sudden it's sold out, you know? Sure. But anyways, speaking behalf of just the beer itself, of course, super black. On the nose, you can actually smell the cherries, but not crazy. You actually smell the toasted coconut more than anything. Mm -hmm. uh, you get a little bit of that barrel, but the lacing is really gentle and very little bit of uh, carbonation in head. Let's taste it. Some ASMR for you. <sighs> I was taught sipping is key, and honestly, it's very chewy. No, yeah, I do that all the time too. I mean, not so. <laughs> it kind of it kind of reminds me of like chocolate chip cherry, chocolate chip. It reminds me of oh. French toast when it has chocolate chip and like cherries and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. like, it really does. Dude, chocolate chip oatmeal stout. Yes, o oatmeal chocolate chip cookie stout. Fuck, that would Agreed. be fucking great. And you know, who, you know who should tackle this? Who? Revolution. You, I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, hold on, hold on. Before. Before before right. you before you say who, I want to give you someone that should make it. All right, Tommy. And I think they do it well because they do other stuff well. Okay. You know what? I'm not going to say them anymore because of the recent. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't say. It. I'm not going to say it anymore. I'm oh, we can't speak on behalf of that. So the yeah, reason yeah. I bring up Revolution is because let's give credit where it's due. You know, sure, it's sure. A, a big brewery in Chicago that has uh, giving Chicago a place to call. Craft beers, dreamland, you know. Sure. And so, Revolution, uh, one of the things that they are very successful as they have a, they have a fantastic oatmeal based out. As far as like the oatmeal is is their base for, sure. the, for their whole entire series, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I do want them. I would I would very much as a consumer, not as a critique, not as a buyer, not as anything, not as a person in the industry, just a simple guy who loves beer. I would like them to stray away a little bit of what they've been doing. And kind of go back to the basics and just like focusing on awesome oatmeal stout. And before they release a barrel age in the fall, just make us a badass chocolate chip oatmeal cookie stout. That would be fire. That would be fire. Because, okay. And they have, the, they have technology to do it. Mm -hmm. A little off, but have you ever had Pop Belly's oatmeal cookies? Oh, fuck yeah. Oatmeal raisin cookie? No, oh. no, no. It's just oatmeal chocolate. Chocolate chocolate. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Dude. So, dude, if, I, if someone yeah, I can make a that. fucking beer like I that, bro. I remember those cookies. Dude, I would fucking die. I, I'd buy it if it was good. If it was made well and made with, like, love, and it's like wasn't something that was rushed or not barrel-aged either. Just, uh, I don't think barrel-aged it would be good because I think the barrel would so add too much. Since we're on the cookie topic, there's a bakery. Uh, it's, a, it's a choco cafe. It's called Burdick. If I'm not pronouncing it correctly, it's a French cookie shop, cafe, chocolate shop, etc. It's on State in like Ohio, right? And they make a phenomenal white chocolate raspberry cookie. That would also be an awesome style. I'm, only because I'm thinking of the same oatmeal raisin cookie or the oatmeal chip. Oatmeal chocolate chip. Okay. I I do love a good oatmeal raisin cookie, but in a beer, I don't think so. Like I said, dry fruit. A, a stout, I don't think a stout 
like a lot of people do like it, but I don't think a stout with dry fruit is like the best. I don't think it's it's. I think a lot of people a lot of people want like that tartness in in that, and which is fine, which is fine. But I personally don't like. I don't. I personally don't like the tartness in the stout. I also don't like the super sweet stuff. I don't like marshmallows. I don't like, um, fucking like. What was the other thing that they put, I saw someone put? Like uh, the fucking vanilla? lactose, vanilla. Vanilla, vanilla. Well, vanilla ah. is different. What do you think? All right, so talking about uh, style, you know, where it has like a little... This one has cherry. Yeah. How do you feel about the tartness in this level? It's all right. Half-Faker won't be mad at you if you don't know like it. I mean... Are these barrel-aged? Yeah, they are. Yeah, okay. I, I get more of the barrel-aged, man, and more of the chocolate. But well, that's that's I guess that's great. I get a little bit of the cherry. To I don't get the cherry, dude. That's that's also the other thing is like it's not in there or it's too much. Like last year's fucking goose salad. Uh, too much fucking dried fruit. Is your tongue kind of like no? The tip of your tongue has the, no like the tannins and stuff like that. No, no, just whatever the tip it is. Of your tongue does it feel like a little numb, a little bite, a little sour? Tart. Mine's does, and I get the cherry all the way. I I don't I just don't get it, and that's that's kind of why I get disappointed with stuff that has fruit in it because it's like. I don't fucking taste it. Nah, it's too much, you know. And like you know, again, to each his own. Mm-hmm. Like I, it, it, like I could be wrong. Like people could love this shit. People could love that there's nothing in there, or people can love that there's it's in there. But I just, I just can't get on it. I can't. It's, it's one of those things where it's just like it's there or it's not there, and like it has to be balanced. That's the other thing is that I just can't taste it. I don't get it. One of the things that. I- I'm sure it's been out there, but I can't recall seeing it. Like, I think figs is a great addition to a beer, personally. Figs? Yeah, so figs ah. So figs is a really interesting dried fruit, right? And part of the reason it's an interesting dried fruit is it retains the residual sugar. And, yes, of course, we can say, like, you know, we're on that topic of, like, we don't like raisins, currants, etc. Uh, obviously, that's the mirror-like effect that you were saying you don't like those things. But me, personally, I don't know. I think that... uh. Figs can nail it more than currants and raisins, to be honest with you. Did you like the Goose Island Fig fig Newton? Thing is that I didn't like Goose Island anything this year. No. Uh, it was disappointing because it's simply disappointing. It had nothing sure. to do with the ingredients. Sure. It has to do with the fact that they have been... They have been, uh, you know, running on the cloud. Sure. They've been running on the cloud, and um, it's it's disappointing when, when you know... Uh, back in 2020, they made uh, the birthday bourbon uh, stout anniversary. Sure. And I'm going to tell you, man, that's top 10, one of the best stouts I've ever had. Like, that reminded me of the old days, the glory days of what it used to be. Oh, wait, we had that one. That one's amazing. Was that the purple box? That's, it was like, it was the, no, it wasn't a purple box. It was like reddish. No, it had the purple top on it. Because uh, remember, it was like black and then the purple top. I mean, it's possible you're right. but Because the, Brian gave me one. And we tried it at this 1330. It's possible you're right. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah I was yeah, excited. Yeah. You brought it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The birthday bourbon. That one was fucking great. We also had the Modern Times that day, too. That's, that's an example of like, dude, so you're telling me you can, again, I'm going back to that same statement I said, mm-hmm. uh, like with Goose Island, with uh, Bells. Bells. Like, oh, you're going to make an anniversary style that's equally significant, more mm-hmm. better than the original and the mm-hmm. barrel age? And I'm like, <sighs> and you know how much that four pack was? How much? Eleven ninety nine. For what? The? For the anniversary. The Bells? Expedition style. It never made it on the shelf. Me and Giuseppe bought the whole thing. Oh, damn. And then, oh. Oh, wait. Is that the one from over there? Yeah. Okay. So, like, 
like you know that's what I'm saying about the birthday bourbon finished out like sure. from Gusala like it mm-hmm. was just like it was impressive man yeah like it was like damn so this is the kind of beer you can make always but if you wanted to sure so you get to this year's and uh, this year's lineup or last year's lineup whatever you want to call sure. it sure and they kind of they just sucked it has nothing to do with the ingredients it just sucked mm-hmm. like uh, I actually I will say that the biscotti one was pretty good I like the biscotti it wasn't up to like the, the best that I've had but it was good because I thought it was it was simple. It was just a biscotti stuff. I think the best one, honestly, was um, the... Um, the four barrel? The prop. Dude, pineapple lime. That was the best one, to be honest. Oh, dude, that was gross. At least it expressed what it Bro, said. Bro, last year's was gross, too. At least it expressed what I said it was. Ugh. I'm sorry, but it was, it was, it's just... Did I you mean, have it from a can, from a bottle or the draft? No, I had it from a bar. I'm not going to go out of my way to 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 go and and get it. Like, uh, it, like I'm I'm already spending. How much was it? Thirty two bucks. It's expensive beer. I yeah. did go out of my way stupidly, but at the very least, I was able to say hi to some beer heads. Sure, sure. So, no, I'm good. I'm good. So that's kind of how it happened. You know, yeah. I just went out of my way, tried it. That's the only one I tried. Mm-hmm. I was interested in trying the barley one. I actually, to to be fair, that's the only one I've ever tried. Was, that was the old Fitz one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I heard it was good. I heard that was, some people say that that one was the better one of everything. I wanted to try it. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get my hands on it. Mm. Um, but, I mean, yeah, dude, like, like I I wouldn't even go out of my way to, like, go and, and try that. And the only reason I opened it was because I wanted these guys to try it. That's fair. That's fair. And it's just, it wasn't, like, I don't know. I it, it, It's just, like, okay. I, we've been working in this industry for what, seven plus years? Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, I guess it gives us a little bit of leeway to talk some shit. Yeah, like, dude, like there was or to express disappointment. Yeah, yeah, because like last year was kind of like almost a Neapolitan one, right? Or was that the year before? That was last year's, right? It was like Neapolitan. It was like strawberry vanilla. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was last year. Something like that, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of liked it, to be honest. With you. I I thought it was like. I tasted it off the tab. That's why I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah. It was I mean, creamy. I guess there's a difference between tab and stuff like that. Yeah, I didn't taste it off the bottle, so I don't have sure. a judge, I don't have a judgment call. So I don't know. I just it wasn't for me. And the year before that was something else, and I don't I don't really recall because I it's not something I care about. Like when I when this one when we first came to this one, they were like, "Oh, you're not getting it," and I was like, "Cool." I I don't really mind. But then they distributed more and then gave me some. And I was like, okay. Well, that's one. There's also that, you know, where like it's just like they distribute however they want. Yeah. Some people are not in the cool list and so forth. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, again, it's another one where I can, I, I'll 100% pass. And it's fine. And then even like a couple of weeks after, they were like, yo, I still have some. You want some more? <laughs> nah, I'm good. Just because it's like, it, it's like one where I can definitely skip out on. Because mm-hmm. I it's like it. There's mm. a lot of stuff you can skip out on these yep. days, man. Because there's like, I mean, going back to this beer, like you got you got something like Bethic, like, like not to be biased, but like it's pretty damn good, dude. It's expensive as fuck. Even it's a forty dollar four pack. Even the regular one that's up there. The regular one's awesome. That's it's what I'm saying. It's a forty dollar four pack. It's good. It's really it's good. good. It's solid. Yeah. I mean, name name me. Uh, I would call it commercial. It's still commercial. Sure. Name me a commercial stout that equally makes it as good as that right now here in the city of Chicago. From Chicago? Yeah. I mean, other, uh, Maplewood does its thing, but it's not commercial, and they can't make enough of it. You're right. There's no one else. No, because Goose Island is ass. Now it's ass. 
and and I wouldn't even say all of them are ass. I would say that some of them are ass, but most like but they're the most ass. Like most of them are ass. And again, this is this doesn't speak poorly mm-hmm. of Gusado. No, 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 no because, not either. Because I know that if all of a sudden they want to make the switch to be like, oh, make some badass beer, they could do it. They proved it in 2020 with the birthday and bourbon anniversary stuff. Sure. They proved it just right then and there. Like, dude, we can do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know which was also amazing? Which one? When I, I think it was 2019 about the Carmella. It was like, it was a barley wine man that tasted like candied apples. Laffy Taffy candied apples with booze. It was freaking awesome. It was called Carmella. From where? From Goose Island. Yeah. I believe it was 2019. No. It was awesome. You're not talking in your mic. Carmella? <laughs> All right. The Carmella was a, a barley wine that uh, Goose Island made, I think, 2019. Sure. It tasted like candied apples. I think my favorite from them was the Café de Olla and the Montcherie. That was the same year. That was the same year they Mon made that. Right. And that year, th- that year they made some some OGs, man. Yeah, yeah. the that Montcherie. Was, that was 2019. Really good, was it? Uh, that was 2018, 2019, like okay. back to back. Sure, sure. They made some OGs in as far as like some of the adjuncts, mm-hmm. but I I still think that the what took by storm, and and here's the reason why I'm saying now, the Carmela mm-hmm. aged very well. Okay. I mean, I we I got to try a a, a release in 2022 last year of Carmela that has been they had it for three years. True. Phenomenal. Okay. What do you think about the Dark Lords? Though? Honestly, man, I have no experience in it. Sure. I I never went. Okay. I've I've always been exhausted to go to events, and 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 that's on me. You know, that's maybe I'm poor of character, but I don't like standing in line for three hours for something. Like it's kind of exhausting. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I got to try two at two of the beers. Uh, one of my fraternity brothers gave me one, and then a customer gave me one. And to to the, to the not to discredit the beer, but maybe they were poorly kept and they gave they were given to me maybe a year after. They weren't that good. They didn't keep up. But it has nothing to do with me with tasting it fresh. So I never experienced Dartler fresh ever. So I don't know anything about sure, it. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah, I thought they were okay, and I've oh. only had them like once or twice. Did you have them fresh? I don't think so. I think they were sitting in someone's cellar for a little bit. Nah, that's because those, 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 that time, I mean, those are the bourbon drinkers now. Yeah. They, <laughs> Which yeah, is true. Those are true. Those are bourbon drinkers. And with bourbon, at least they can put it in their cellar and it's not going to change, you know. But those beers, man, like they're, they were meant to be drank like immediately. Yeah. That's why whenever people ask me if, if I should save Goose Island, nah. Should drink that shit. You shouldn't save anything. Like, look at this cherry brandy. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to save this. No, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure. open. This, this is at its peak. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's fucking, it's good. I like it. I really do. And it's it's not because, you know, I'm just saying that, but it's good. I just don't taste the cherry. Do you think it'd be good a year from now? Mm, probably not. I completely agree. I don't care if we have the super cooler. It's not, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like tw- the 2017 Goose Island that was brought to us. Oh, us. Thank you for the kindness of you, AS, but yeah, yeah. it was terrible. Yeah, it wasn't the best. It was... It, to me, it was kind of like almost... Rupitucin. Yeah. Uh, rompe pecho, almost. Oh, man. You remember when you drink as a kid, Rupitucin, you go, ugh, yeah. And, like, you yeah. know, I grew up... Uh, I didn't grow up very sickly as a kid, but I remember once in a while, Rupitucin would be put in front of me. I'm like, shit, I'm sick. You yeah. gotta drink that shit. Yeah. You gotta make a face. Yeah. That's how this tasted. Yeah, yeah. No, it tastes like uh, 
there's a Mexican medicine called rompe pecho. <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard of that medicine. Never? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's hilarious, though. It's strong as fuck. Rompe pecho means it breaks your chest. Yeah. Um, but it's like that, that bitch knocks me out. And it was kind of, it's just fucking too fucking, um, like syrupy. And, and it does, it didn't hold up. So that's, that's what we're trying to say. We're not trying to bash the beer. It just didn't, didn't hold up. So drink your fucking beer. Don't fucking sit on it. Drink it. Drink it. Enjoy it. Enjoy, enjoy dude. It like, right don't, now. Like enjoy this it. is, this is coming from, from two people who have worked in this industry. It's too long. It's 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 just dude, just fucking drink it. Like enjoy it, it with your friends. Like you're not family. gonna. Be, uh, there's no monetary value. Like okay, I guess for like dark lore and then some of the props and stuff like that, you'll get a couple bucks. But you know, I guess it. I guess it's like kind of like a gamble if it's uh, good fine. or not. If there's you know? monetary value, consider this: Is it really worth taking the time and effort to stand where? Because some of these beers require effort. Is it really worth sacrificing its quality time of the beer, its value of its beer, for the sake of a few dollars? It does not. Let's go play stocks then. Go do some stuff with games. Yeah, time. go invest. You know, like, drink the beer. It's enjoyable. It's enjoyable with friends. and It's enjoyable with you by yourself in the moonlight dinner, uh, you know, diner by yourself. It's, it's enjoyed just with yourself, with friends. Drink your beer. That's all I got to say It's just drink fucking it fresh, drink, drink it. Drink it cold. Because you wouldn't, like, just don't fucking save it. Drink it. And I'm not going to tell you what, we're not going to tell you what to do with your fucking. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Do whatever the fuck you want. But, but we highly encourage you to But it's just drink. recommendation. Drink your fucking beer. Don't fucking sit on it because it's going to taste bad. You're going to date bad. Really bad. Though there are a few exceptions. So, like, you know, like, uh, there's a, a shout out that I'll give to Adam Capiton. You remember Adam? He's a, he's a huge beer collector. Yeah, yeah, That guy travels the country, bro. Well, he brought some of those meads that are pretty good, right? Yeah, but he, that guy travels the country. For beer? For beer. Mm. I mean, not now so much now. You know, you know obviously he's engaged. He's kind of doing his thing. Going to get married. His, his, his fiance is a teacher. So, you know, he's he's at the mercy of 9-5, right? He does his 9-5. But he was at Toppling Goliath okay. two weekends ago and brought some, like, cool shit from there. Plus some Dragon Fandango, right? And the point is the following: like this guy has a super cooler, and so I was hyperbolic when I said if you if you don't have a if even if you have a hyper super cooler, you shouldn't save your beer. Not true. This guy has a super cooler, and he saved beer. And I could tell I could give you firsthand experience of a testament. He's held on to beer for five years. Not all of it has aged well. He's held on to beer for two three years. Not all of it has aged well. He's on. To Done. He's held on to beer from six months to a year. Most of it is H well. Point is the following. Yes, it's fun to experience these things. And it's fun to like have this like super cooler to experience beers in different formats. But even himself as a beer collector is like, man, this beer didn't hold up that well. And I'm like, bro, that's what we gotta drink it in fucking three months. Drink your beer. That's all I gotta say. I don't have anything else to say, but drink your beer. It will go bad. Drink your fucking beer. But, um, yeah, dude, fucking, this one was good. I didn't have a problem with it. I just can't taste the fucking cherry. I can taste the cherry all the way. Unless I'm just, I can't taste it. All right, quick question, man. Go back to the beer center conversation. I mean, we've been on that beer, so that's good. So, I mean, obviously, we can encyclopedia this, Wikipedia this. 
I once uh, saw a really uh, a cool video and podcast about this, but in your thoughts, what's the difference between a pub and a bar? Is a pub smaller? Explosion. I don't know. I mean, the Wikipedia answer is that a pub was once a resting place, a place to R&R. You know, showed up like kind of like an inn. Sure. Like Lord of the Rings. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Where there's, there's a like pie. Can I get one of those? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, you're correct about that one. <laughs> the, the Harry Potter one, you were fucking wrong. Uh, I mean, not the Harry Potter one. I'm sorry about Lord of the Rings style. Yeah, one. yeah. But uh, oh, the. Oh, one of those? Can I get one of those? Yeah, can I get one of those? How about one of them? One of them. One of them. A big one. Yeah. Oh, oh I want a big one. But uh, no, yeah, that that is correct. That one is from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I didn't say Harry Potter. I said. I, I no, no, it. last week's episode. East, or uh, Star Wars. Sorry. I don't know anything about Star Wars. I know, dude. I that's why you said that. reference in my life. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, Star Wars? No, actually, I take that back. I remember what I said about Star Wars. I swear to God. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. To all you people who are Star Wars fans, please tell me not if I'm co- incorrect. There is a moment and scene in time, and I don't know if it's four or five, because hey, I'm not a Star Wars geek. I'm a geek of many things, so I'm not hating. Where Yoda, from a pond or a swamp, lifts up a ship, and Skywalker's like, I can't believe you did that. And Yoda's like, Low key, man. It's because you don't believe. That's not not correct. in those words, but I promise you. That's not correct. Oh, uh, man, I have I have uh, addictive memories. So I'm very positive. <laughs> that, that that's what occurred. <laughs> I just I just obviously don't know the lingo. Sure, sure. I don't even know which scene it is. I don't even know which movie it is. All I remember is I saw this with my brother-in-law. It's the only scene I've ever seen, ever. <laughs> and I saw it because my brother-in-law is a huge Star Wars fan. Sure. Huge. Not big enough. He, he tried to initiate me. It was like, no, it's not going to happen, dog. <laughs> Got to watch Gundam. Yeah. It's all about Gundam. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I think you're incorrect. But whatever. We'll, we'll go past that. We'll watch it one day, and then you'll be wrong. But anyways, um, yes, I think uh, I do remember in that where it's like a pub is somewhere you can stay too, right? Yeah, kind of like an inn. You know how yeah, you, yeah. I don't know if you ever got to play like uh, role-playing games, like, you know, like Final Fantasy, Ocean nah. Star. Even like Link, like, you know, Zelda. I played some of that. But, yeah. but, but there's always this concept of like an end where you rest and you get re- you get a proper rest. Sure. That's that's kind of what it is, I'm saying. Like, you know, like I grew up with those games. So it kind of makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. There was L and Honeymead all the way constantly. Okay. But like, I, I, I don't know. So you, that's the only difference? I would say pubs are smaller. I, I've never yeah. seen a big pub. I mean, I don't know. I think, I, historically speaking, to my understanding, you know, and, and please, if uh, if we are wrong about this, please chime in and um, in comments or emails or suggestions, you know. You guys can email us. We'll eventually give you our email. Maybe not today. But I'm very positive that the difference between a pub and a bar, quote-unquote, is that, first and foremost, a pub is a resting place. Plain and simple. Probably for alcohol cons- there's Or a used to be a resting place. Mm-hmm. The most widely accepted age on the other hand, the pub is a mix of a bar and restaurant. Oh, a pub also serves food constantly. Yeah, so that's what it says. That well, well th- if you think about it, a resting place is a place of nourishment. Sure. So that means you have food, drink, and sleep. So this is what it, <clears throat> I found a pub versus bar. A pub is an establishment where you can buy and consume alcoholic drinks and food. 
and is a bar is an establishment that sells alcoholic beverages and snacks to be consumed on the premises. Now, there's a lot of bars in Chicago. Yeah, shit. I know. Um, offer more filling and hearty meals, including stew, pies, soups, roast, etc. That's a pub. Point simple. They're not trying to fuck you up. Yeah. And then a bar is usually offer minimal menus containing only appetizers and snacks, which is true. I also think that maybe not now, but once upon a time, bars used to serve hard alcohol more than pubs. Yeah. So this is the next one. It says, "Don't serve cocktails at a pub." Yeah. See. And then bars serve cocktails. That's one of the things that if I ever open a place, which we talked about, like sure, I I don't I want to have a more of like a pub slash tea shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, like yes, we should have cocktails maybe once a month, sure. a specialty. But like everyday basis, like I just wanted to be beer. Sure. Like, I generally wanted to be beer. I don't want it to be hard alcohol. Like I, like I think there was an idea thrown around where we have like one day a month where yeah. it, where it's just like fucking. I don't know. Someone two like, spirits. Someone comes in and, yeah, and, and just makes their own stuff. They make their own stuff too. Yeah, they, they make like five. Two, they express two uh, base spirits. Sure. It'd be like uh, mezcal and scotch. Like, all right, here are the cocktails. Sure, sure, sure. Which is kind of like, kind of like contrast, you know, because it's like mezcal is like an earthy agave. Mm-hmm. Scotch is the earthy expression of what uh, of whiskey and sure. the water of life. And uh, that would be it. And, you know, it's that one month, but we we would never have like pints or or shots like. Nah. That's just a, that's just not something I well. want. But yeah, it makes money. Well, well, no. Here's the thing: we will have our own personal stash. Shots of Malort. And I mean, I'll leave that to you and the better people of Chicago. <laughs> uh, if you're if you're a bar in Chicago, you should have Malort. I think that's probably that's actually quite true. Uh, I think that fits under the pseudonym of a pub as well. What's Swedish, bro? Pub. What? Malort. Oh, Malort. Yeah, she's got to come with a lot of snacks, though. Yeah, a lot of good snacks. What what does what does pair with? Pretzel dogs. <laughs> 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 quick question, quick question. Can we actually make a Malord base beer? Ooh, hard one. Ugh, fuck. I mean, <sighs> amber, chicory amber. Ah, oh, dude, you can amber, you can make a amber, you can make amber, a fucking amber. darker beer. I think we can make an maybe, amber. Maybe even a brown ale? I think we can make a brown ale. Maybe a brown ale with I Malort? I honestly think we can. Dude. In, okay, in barrel-aged Malort barrels? No. Just Malort? No. How would you do that? So it's got to be conditioned, not finished. Okay, conditioned. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. It's got to be like gentle because you can't, you got to let Malort like kind of be like a like a top note highlight of a note. Sure. But you can't let it be the, the full spectrum depth of like the notes at the bottom. Okay. I I just I don't think that's the move. Okay. I think brown nails. I I mean I threw it around there because honestly, low key, kind of want to make one. With Malort? Fuck yeah! Dude. Would you drink it? Yeah, dude. Because you hate Malort. I hate Malort. <laughs> I but love I, but, it. But I, but I hate it. Okay, yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. I love it and I hate it. Like I hate mm-hmm. it in the sense like I don't. It's because it's your fault. Like we show up to a bar. Oh, we, we're going to go hang out for three hours? Don't yeah. let my lord be the fucking conclusion. Introduce it, man. Nah. Yeah, no, nah, because look. It should set the pace. It should not finish the nah, pace. hear me out. Hell Because no. you can always have something else after it. But my lord is the party, bro. Like, how many of you are there like that are like, ew, no, my lord. Oh, my God, no. Like, n- nah, bro. Like, you're going to drink this shit because we're all drinking it. But that's the introduction. No, bro. That's the fucking finisher, dude. Ah, it's the killer, dude. That's where I disagree. Ah. So that's see, this is the beer I'm talking about. The, the beer is the introduction, not the conclusion. Okay. okay. That's why I'm saying it should not be a, a 
barrel-aged Malort beer because then it would be disgusting. Yeah. Okay. That sounds actually a brown ale. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know if it's a brown ale. No, no, I mean, no, no. I, no, no. Yeah, I yeah. think that we're, I think we're on the right road. I think it has to be right one path. of those like brown, darker beers. I think it should be like a brown ale. I think, you, what did you say, a chicory ale? Uh-huh. I think it could be a chicory amber. A chicory amber, amber. with basements of Malort. Oh, wait, how, how about a blonde a blonde would be good, but How it about needs, a blonde? But it needs it needs something. It needs something, and this is for unfortunately for all you allergenics of anything. It mm-hmm. needs peanuts or something. It needs it needs to balance it with something. Dude, okay, so hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So like my lord is earthy, right? Hold on. So you think of earth, you think of the roots, sure. and the wood, right? So you need to go to the stem and the leaf and the fruit. Okay. So I would say something like cashews, peanuts, almonds, pistachios. Just again, these are just thoughts. Sure. I don't know. I'm not a brewer. But if you're gonna make a golden ale mm-hmm. or a blonde ale, yeah. I'm fucking down. Can I, I can I tell you who would make a good one? Whoa! And you would be pissed. Probably. Touchback. Ah, uh, touchback. They'd make a fucking great Malort beer, dude. Malort, <sighs> and you know it too, bro, dude. That'd be fucking great. And I know a lot of people are probably gonna be like, "Ew, Malort beer, yuck." I think there's anyone to make a Malort beer. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. I'm going to I'm gonna raise you. You said, were you going to say revolution? Nah. Hell mm-hmm. no. They tried. They tried making some like Malort Finnish nonsense. It's mm-hmm. all right. Nah. I'm not going to go with Dutchback. Who are you going to go? <gasps> Midwest Coast? They're not ready. Okay. Who? They're not ready. Who? Tell me, tell me, They're tell me. They're not going to like it, the answer either. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Ah, they have the capacity, to dude. And you know what? I I do like their beer. I, I just don't, don't, I don't like. I don't, I don't think like their packaging, and I don't like their beer on our shelves. I like their beer at the brewery mm-hmm, to go. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I honestly, they have they they have the skills to make that beer. Okay, you're right. You're they have you're, the astronomy. I think you're a hundred. So so right, like, dude. and you know it's funny that Dutchback and Morita they're already down the street from each other. Are they? They oh. are literally down the street from each other. On, on so, State Street. Yeah, no, no, it's on Michigan. So like, you oh, know, Michigan, Michigan. Remember yeah. old school Motoro? So it's called Old Motoro. Is that by thirty something? No, twenty first in Michigan, twenty second, nineteen, twenty first, twenty second, twenty third in Michigan, twenty fourth. It's right by the expressway. Uh, Ben Ryan. By uh, fuck. Is so it by that by that fucking Mariano's that's closer there? No, no way. That Mariano's is far. That's on uh, that Mariano's is on uh, Michigan Rose- in like thirty fifth. No, 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 no. There's one on Roosevelt. Or that, close to Roosevelt. Yeah, no, that's on that 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 one is on Clark. That one is on Clark, and Twentieth Street. Okay. No, no, I'm talking about so Motor Row was known as a place where they used to have like the Cadillacs, the Buicks, sure. the Ford, and they used to have like small plants, and it's basically two blocks south of Cermak Avenue, on Michigan. So there was a brewery called Motor Row, and the owners were a humble couple that were from Ravenswood. Sure. And so Motoro, they sold it to now. Odious? There's Odious, oh, Dutch uh, Bag. Modern. Um, Odious, Dutch Bag, and. Um, uh, Dunier. Dunier, correct. So Which is a, the owner. Yeah, correct. So it's a, it's a triple collaboration, a triple climate, right? Sure. So literally about two or three streets from there is Muritang. Okay. So, but I think that honestly, Muritang would make this beer better than anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's probably another brewery that we can name out there, but as far as here in the city of Chicago, Someone who can acclimate to to my lord. What do you think? Unfortunately, it's Muritan. Yeah, and I, and I say that 
with a slight pessimism and optimism. Yeah. Who distributes them, though? Who distributes them? Well? It doesn't even matter. Okay. It's just their beer does not belong on the shelves. It, it's just... They have uh, terrible shelving. They have terrible packaging. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it it would just taste better. It just tastes better in a fucking bottle. It also tastes better at their brewery. Mm, I've never had it on tap. Actually, no, that's a lie, because I think they, we've had it at Bangers before. Ah, like low-key? No, they... No, nope. nah, their beer isn't even in, at fucking taps like that much. Okay. They, they're, like, they're they're too proud of themselves. So they belong in collaborations with like restaurants. Like they'll be like at a uh, Gaijin where they're like, uh, they'll be like uh, Gaijin rice lager made with Muritang. That's fine, you know. Like it's not a right Gaijin lager. It's a Muritang rice lager. And sure. again, the rice lager is awesome. I know. So there's a guy that comes here often, and he's a he's a really nice guy. His name is James. He is, I think he's the man- manager at the the Sky thing in the Sears Tower or John Hancock, one of those things where you can look out. The Sky Tech? I think so. I think it's one of those. Um, I'm not familiar with it. I mean, I've been to the Sky Tower once in my sure. whole life. And I think he's exclusively Moody Tongue on draft. Because again, Moody Tongue does, it, it carries no, Moody, a weight. Moody Tongue is good. And I, I love, I think their beer is great. I just don't like the packaging sucks and... Their beer is good off the tap, period. Uh, yeah. Well, I think the only ones I've ever carried were the churro, chocolate churro. Mm, off they, off, off the bottle, more. they You know what's even worse is that they're so audacious because they make s- they, s- they have so much uh, potential yeah. that, that it's kind of like, uh, are you familiar with Atropolis? Random Chicago fact. Atropolis. Atropolis is a Greek uh, bakery in Halsted in Creektown in Jackson. Atropolis, Atropolis. Is that by that new restaurant with like the... Oh, across the street from the Walgreens? No, hell no. Further down. On, on Jackson and Halsted between uh, Van Buren and Jackson. It's on, called right Atropolis. by the museum? Yeah. But okay, okay. So Atropolis is old school, man. Sure. So Atropolis, they make a bunch of cakes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Dude, those guys, bro, Atropolis, mm-hmm. they make their money before they even open. They send all their cakes to hotels mm. or like or establishments okay. of their fortified or sure. already like established, right? Booty Tongue wants to do the same thing. They want to send their beer to establish pl- spaces and places, right? Sure. And that's fine. But they have no respect, bro. <laughs> and, and that's that's an, and I'm calling you guys out. It's fine. They have no respect. Yeah. Because what they will do, something Atropolis won't do, is they, they won't sacrifice quality. Atropolis will never sacrifice quality. They'll sure, send, sure. They'll send their freshest cakes yeah. out the door. They've already made their money. Sure. Now they open doors. And then they make Why? more money. No, not because they make money. Because they stay true to the art of their baking skills. Sure. Their bakes, right? Muritang keeps all their best beer in the house and will give Lakeshore the shittiest of the beer. Mm-hmm. And that's unfair, man. Like, because a lot of their beer is out of code. And uh, yeah, I know that. That I'm, was I'm a not, problem. I'm not trying to be negative about sure, it. Sure, sure. That was a problem. I'm expressing a lot of love for them. Sure. I'm expressing that. Maybe you don't belong on beer shelves, which is fine. Sure, sure. Maybe you should just be sticking to what you do. I actually don't see them around a lot. Exactly. So they should just keep doing what they're doing, and maybe they should be open-minded to a collaboration. Sure. Which would be awesome. Let's make a fucking Malord beer, guys. Which a lot of people would be like, ew, Malord yeah, beer. I think they will I nail th- it. I think that would be great. I think they will nail it, personally. We just got to find the right base for it. The right base is, I think, exactly what you said, bro. It's a golden ale or a blonde ale. Blondale. I think a Blondale. I think a Goldale is a little too thin for that. Yeah, you're right. A Blondale think, has a little bit more carbonation. I think it has a little bit more body to it. Maybe, mm-hmm. may, like you said, maybe even a 
I think a, I think a brown ale maybe, but the brown ale will add too much like of that. It's, it's too malty. It's too yeah. brownie. I think um, I think the I think the blonde ale is the most because it's like I think it'll be a little bit more balanced with like the grapefruit and stuff like that. So I mean, a wit? Nah, 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 blonde. Nah, I think blonde. a blonde. I think a blonde. I think a blonde would be great. Moody Tongue, if you're gonna listen to us one day, one day. This is the move, man. Yeah, but we got probably you. won't. So it's all good. We got you. <laughs> um, got nothing but ideas, homie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I still think that Barra Brava. Okay, so here's the cool thing about Barra Brava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Barra Brava. I, okay, hold on, hold on. Before I just want to, we'll end on this. We'll end on this. Nah, that for sure. Barra Brava is fucking good. That Barra Brava does a great fucking job. I fucking hate cold IPAs. Okay, I'm and gonna keep listening to you. I'm gonna grab that sour for us. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll end like farmhouse, that. Farmhouse, farmhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Bada Brava. Um, Sebastian, I think that they're just fucking great. Dude, I fucking hate cold IPAs. I think cold IPAs are fucking disgusting. But when we went to go watch the game, Argentina versus whoever they played. Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, fuck Mexico, by the way, dude. Fucking losers. Um, I think that Bada Brava does an amazing job. Because we also had their Mexican lager. We had... We had the fucking. Check pills. Oh, it was the check pills. Sorry, yes. We had the check pills, and then we had, um, fucking uh. The fucking cold IPA, and it was fucking good, refreshing. It's awesome. Right? It was fucking just, dude. Everything about it was Next just so good. Apricots. Yes. Awesome. Um, but. It was awesome. Yes. Nectarine IP. Nectarine apricot. That was the IPA that yeah. like fulfilled a lot of these. Question marks of like, yeah, yeah. can I drink a Pilsner or a lager? Did you did you give them that barrel? No, right? Hell no. No? Oh no, they're. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't give them the barrel for a simple one reason. They were not willing to take it because they were doing their own thing for a while. They were still doing their own thing for a while. Okay, okay, yeah. No rush. No, no. Whenever, whenever we get a good barrel, I think if we do get that Russell's, you gotta pee. We can. Yeah, I gotta pee. Go pee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, while Manny's peeing, I just want to thank you guys uh, to whoever's listening. Um, I appreciate you guys from for for listening and you know, you know, just listen to a bunch of people just talk about beer and bullshit. Uh, we appreciate you guys, and hopefully that we can continue to do this. Um, I know that you know we're not the typical podcast or whatever, but you know we just we're just a bunch of dudes that love beer and to love love to talk. So, bear with us. We we are d- doing our best, and uh, you know, if you have any feedback, just you know, send us some stuff. And if you want to come and talk and and you know, join us, I think that'd be great. I I would love to have you guys on here, and to to whoever wants to talk and whoever wants to, you know, just you know, be a part of this. I think it'd be great. So, um, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you guys very much. I appreciate you know if you listening. For the first time or the second time, thank you very much. Um, I know everyone else here is very grateful. And we'll continue to fucking push these on. I don't care about fucking views. I don't care about anything like that. I care about just putting something out. So, um, But yeah, um, Bada Brava is a great brewery if you have never had their beer. I think they're on tap at Mars on Western and uh, Mars on... I forgot what the place is called, but it's it's in uh, Life on Mars. Sorry, 
and it's on Western, and I think the cross section is Grand, or sorry, uh, Milwaukee, and they their beer is fucking fantastic. Um, Sebastian does a great job of Sebastian and his brother do a great job of just curating the for the fucking whatever they have, and it's definitely something that you guys should give a, a try. Um, we love Bada Brava. I think their beer is fucking outstanding. So, yeah, that's about it. I think, uh, what do you think about Bada Brava? You love them? Very much so. I mean, uh, after I took off running to the party, uh-huh. I kept hearing the world, cold IPA, cold IPA, cold IPA. And, you know, I wanted to give them a lot of love, man. So, you know, every time I saw a cold IPA uh, four-pack at liquor stores, mm-hmm. I bought it, man. Sure. Because I was like, it's an awesome beer. I I I I would go as far as saying is that I've never had a cold IPA that that good, never, because I don't like IPAs. I've never there's never been a cold IPA that's been that stands out to me so much that I want to buy it and I want to continue buying cold IPAs because all the cold IPAs I've had are just fucking caca poo poo. That's uh, it. This, this one was this one was. And Bada Brava. Sebastian snapped. You know, no, Adrian you know, snapped. You know, because they both did a great job. Adrian is the quality control man. Sure, sure. He's the taster man. He's yeah, the yeah. He's like, we, great he's, fucking. Does it make the cut or does it? And uh, no, it was a great beer. Yeah. Uh, it will continue to be a great beer because if they make it the next time, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to making with them another beer. I I look forward to fucking doing a lot of beers with them because they're I don't, I don't know what that next amazing. beer is, but uh, I don't. We'll talk. To. I don't want it to be an Italian pills. We did mm-hmm. very well with that, but yeah, yeah. I would I would like us to try something else. I think I think it'll be great. So, with um, with that being said, um, thank you very much for listening. Oh yeah, okay. One last tip before. What is this? This is the oh, this is the Jester King. Jester King. Uncle. And it's oyster. What is it? Farmhouse Ale brew with smoked sea salts and oyster mushrooms. See, I was very skeptical about this one when I saw that John had brought or Jonathan had brought this one in. So I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. What do you think? Ugh, I don't really don't like the nose, man. It smells like spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> That's ah, uh, it does not smell like spaghetti. It smells like like the pasta with just tomato sauce. It smells like calamari almost. You're funny. Just try it. <laughs> I don't like that. Quit playing, man. I don't like that, dude. You are. Bro, that's fucking gross. Noxious, man. Fuck. This is fucking awesome. Nothing against Jester King because their fucking lager is great. Their Hellas lager. Nah, dude. This beer is awesome. Yuck. All right. Awesome. We're out of here. We're going to finish on that note next week. Stay tuned. We might talk about Imperial Red Ales or we might not. It all depends. Okay. Bye-bye. I love you guys. Bye. Have a good weekend. Bye.